Welcome to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge Trimmed and Stapled Podcast. I'm Paul, and we're going to do an ERT today. And what better subject on Roller Coaster Day, where we're actually recording this, than to talk about what's coming up for 2023. Now, Six Flags really hasn't really shared anything yet, and we all know that Hershey Park is getting a pretty much an RMC Wildcat. No big announcement on that yet. However, Cedar Fair has just announced pretty much all of their parks. And what we're going to do in this episode is go through everything, give you our thoughts, give you our opinions and stuff like that. You can probably tell by the title that Cedar Just Fair, nothing really knocking your socks off there. But we do want to discuss because in, you know, in the economy right now, the fact that they're doing something is good. And actually six or seven of the 11 parks actually did get something there. So here we go. We're going to start off with each Cedar Fair park. We're going to discuss what they're getting and how it pretty much, you know, factors into everything with the park. First, we need to talk about what they're doing with their season passes. Now, Cedar Fair's always had gold passes and platinum passes. And the gold pass basically got you into your home park, whichever park you chose. And the platinum pass got you into all the Cedar Fair parks. Well, they've actually added a silver pass, which is kind of a summer pass, I think they're calling it. And now they added to three of their parks, prestige passes. All right. So first of all, let's talk about what all these passes are. So the silver pass that you're getting at a lot of these parks is pretty much a summer pass. It's not going to get you into the haunts. It's not going to get you into the uh, Christmas celebrations, the holiday celebrations that they have. What it gets you into is pretty much the main summer season. There's no real big perks. Uh, I think you're most of them you're going to get free parking, but besides that, you're not getting much more. The gold pass is, of course, the next level up, which is going to get you into the haunt and the holiday events if they have any Bring things, Mardi Gras, that kind of stuff. That's what the gold pass is. And of course, the platinum pass gets you all those perks with some discounts. Pretty much the plat pass isn't really changing there. What is changing at this point there is what they're calling the prestige passes, all right? Three parks are getting this, Carowinds, Cedar Point, and Kings Island. So if you're a Dawny Park like me, you're not going to see anything here. Worlds of Fun, Kings Dominion, none of these are really seeing this added thing here. But instead of the 10% discount that you get on food and merchandise with the uh, Plat Pass, you're going to get 15% with the Prestige Pass, all right? Uh, You're also going to get Enhanced Pass Perks. Now, they have that kind of quotated there. Pretty much, it's going to be different events. It's going to be a couple other things, kind of like what Hershey Park does and Six Flags does, where all of a sudden, Cheerios are going to be free, buy one, get one free, or Dole Whips, or a discount on the uh, stuff at the water park, and that kind of stuff there. Now, there, also with the Prestige Pass, is the uh, preferred parking, all right? So instead of going into the regular parking uh, parking lot, you're going to go into probably a more upfront parking lot there. And the next thing, which is kind of interesting, which I kind of like to see how this works, is a preferred dedicated entrance for two hours each day. This is not a two-hour ERT, all right? So what this basically means is, say the park opens at 11 o'clock. Well, from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, you're going to be able to go into the special lane, so you're not going to be, you know, crushed in there with everybody else. All right. So it is a nice little thing there. Personally, I'd rather get a free or a two-hour ERT. Hershey Park, they give you the sweet hour, basically in the morning, stuff like that. But here, at least you have, quote unquote, a preferred dedicated entrance. It reminds me of the members over at Six Flags, how they had their basically two lanes for members only. So the other thing they give you is one front of the line pass, a quick queue per visit. So this is fantastic. It kind of goes in line 
like I said, you got to look at this almost like the memberships over at Six Flags. But this is great because you can jump the front of the line at Carowinds. You can get on Fury quicker. You can get on Kings Island. You can get on Beast or you can get on Diamondback early. And of course, Cedar, uh, Cedar Point, Steel Vengeance or Millennium Force. So this basically helps you out at least once. So and it's not costing you anything extra there. And then you get two one day bring a friend pass annually. So you can basically bring a friend twice a year and it's pretty much part of that pass. Now, this is just a prestige pass that we're still talking about. And then the other thing you get is access to VIP areas inside the park and the water park. So this would be like a separate seating area by the uh, wave pool or a nice little lounge. I know a couple of parks that I've been to uh, actually have member lounges with the Six Flags parks. When you're thinking about the prestige pass, think of it almost like a upper level membership, Diamond Elite, Diamond, uh, Diamond Elite VIP that you're getting at Six Flags. They also have the Prestige Plus. So what's a Prestige Plus? Well, the Prestige is only good for your home park. So it's only good for Carowinds. If you get Prestige Plus, it's good for pretty much all the other parks. So you'll be able to go to Kings Island. You'll be able to go to Carowinds and get those same kind of perks and stuff like that. Now, the pricing on these is a little steep, but it's kind of comparable to the Plat Pass. It's a little bit more expensive than the Plat Pass. It's what you get there. Carowinds, the Prestige Pass is $225. Prestige Plus is $325. And Cedar Point and Kings Island is $299 or $399. So based on what I'm reading here, a Cedar Fair Plat Pass at uh, Michigan's Adventure or all these other ones is about $252. 240 depending if you're renewing so it is slightly more expensive it does do what it needs to do it's starting to finally give you some perks for a little bit extra money giving you a more enhanced experience at the parks the big thing that i like about this is actually front of line pass and of course the uh preferred parking i always like being somewhat up close i'm somebody with the um, plat pass i have right now i'll go to dorney park in the afternoon and i'll have to park all the way out of the middle of nowhere because I don't get there at rope drop, so everybody's already there. Here, at least then, I'll be slightly closer and stuff like that. But once again, they, these prestige passes are only good for Carowinds, Cedar Point, or Kings Island. So, you know, if you're King's Dominion or a Canada's Wonderland, you don't have these options yet. Now, of course, we're going to see how this goes. And if it is successful, I guarantee you that they are going to start moving them through. Uh, a lot quicker. Now, let's talk about the parks, all right? So there's 11 Cedar Fair amusement parks here, and we're going to go down the list here. No particular order, kind of, well, probably mostly uh, alphabetical and stuff like that. Now, the first one I want to talk about is actually a park that actually has a uh, a drop-dead date. Uh, So 11 years from now, at the latest, California's Great America is going to be gone. Now, what really shocked me at this point is the fact that they're actually investing in a few things here, even though they are going to be killing this park. You know, they basically sold the land. So eventually this park's going to disappear. Uh, a couple things that they're doing here is they have a lot of different celebrations and a lot of different things to bring people into this park in regards to keeping the attendance going. Uh, off to the beginning in April, they're going to have uh, peanut celebrations, the peanut characters. Uh, Friday nights at Great America is going to bring you basically live bands, music, drinks, you know, some uh, ERTs on your rides. Uh, of course, in June, July, you got Red Ryan Brews. Uh, of course, the Carnival is going to be there in July. Trick or Treat over in uh, September and October, and then Winterfest. These, this is one of the parks that actually gets the Winterfest. That's kind of nice right there where they're actually going to keep on investing on those things here. But the biggest thing here is they are kind of adding some things into the Midway. And in particular, they have two flat rides that are kind of new. You haven't seen them before. Um, they have one called Liberty Twister, which is basically a scrambler 
but a more modern scrambler. So a lot prettier and stuff like that. Uh, they also have one that's going to be called Orbit, which is pretty much a, um, it's a typical flat ride here. But they are bringing them in there. They're retheming them. They're making them all nice, nice and pretty. Uh, they're doing a couple different things with, um, you know, I think it's called South Bay Shores, which is their water park. They're going to be adding some more shade lounges, uh, food locations, some uh, cabanas, uh, that kind of stuff here. So even though California's Great America is going to be leaving us it is still being invested in and they're still doing some stuff with um Cedar Fair. Yeah, we don't know if they're going to keep it around for five years, 10 years. With the investments, I'm thinking it's not going to be gone tomorrow. Next park I want to talk about is one of the ones that we consider one of the big boys, Canada's Wonderland. And hopefully uh, by the time the summer comes, there's going to be less restrictions in Canada. And I know I've been looking to get back to this park. I actually had a few credits I left behind. Here they actually have two new rides. One of them is a roller coaster. But first, let's talk about the flat ride, which is called Tundra Twister. Now, this has never been done before. This is a brand new flat ride and if you know anything about Canada's Wonderland you know they have some really unique flat rides in particular Sledgehammer is just a fantastic one now this one looks like it's going to be right by Yukon Striker and it's a giant pendulum but it twists uh what is it um i'm looking here it says 47 meters i don't know what that means in americans here but uh it goes 360 degrees it basically spins you double axis so kind of think of it almost like a really tall cyborgs cyber attack thing that they have over at six flags it's a giant pendulum that also has things turning on the axis it's going to be great it, it goes uh 75 kilometers an hour so probably about 50 miles per hour and stuff like that but the big thing here is they are actually adding their 18th roller coaster here at Canada's Wonderland and it's a Snoopy's Racing Railway which is kind of neat it is a kid ride it's going to be in the plant Snoopy section however it's a family launch coaster that goes from uh, zero to about 35 miles an hour pretty much has a lot of different aspects it has like barns it's themed after a train yes it's a kid coaster but it looks like it's going to be more family and hey let's be honest a credit's a credit and I know I have a few credits there that I still need to grab, so that kind of really incentivizes me to get up there. Now, Carowinds is turning 50, all right? And so is King's Dominion, but we'll get to King's Dominion in a few minutes there. So Carowinds is basically, is without a doubt, one of Cedar Fair's favorite parks. They've been giving Carowinds so many great things over the last five to ten years. Fury, you know, all the retheming. Uh, they just gave a, a brand new roller coaster uh, two years ago, actually, with Copperhead Strike. So here, they're not doing a coaster here, but they're actually retheming an entire area. So if you're familiar with the park, it's over towards the back right area. Kind of out there. It was kind of out there by itself there, but they're actually retheming some rides and they are actually adding some new flat rides there. So the section is actually called Aeronautical Landing. And it's basically, they say it's a tribute to Carolina's spirit of intervention, exploration, aviation, that kind of stuff here. And it's basically the crossroads area of the park. Now, they're adding some flats here. They got Air Racer. They have uh, Air Walker. The Air Walker is kind of like a pipe scream. Uh, they have uh, the Gear Spin, which is another, if you're familiar with Hershey Park, they have the Jolly Rancher remix. Uh, that well, Not remix. Uh, flavored by Jolly Rancher. The um, That ride is basically the same ride there. They have a Geoforce, which is kind of like a modern enterprise. And then they actually rethemed their um, bumper cars 
into what they call hover and dodge. So they also have a new restaurant coming in there called uh, the Blue Ridge Junction. So it's going to be, they're really spending a lot of money here. This is the fourth rethemed area in uh, Carowind since they started doing Country Fair in 2017. So they have really been dumping a lot of money in here. Uh, they have uh, Aeronautical Landing, both two uh, new and upgraded dining venues. So there's going to be a lot of new food there. There's going to be some craft beer. It's going to be a patio, a nice restaurant, the whole nine yards. So as you can tell, Canada's Wonderland's a favorite uh, park. They're getting some new stuff. Carowinds is one of their favorite parks. They're getting some new stuff. But what about the mothership? What about Cedar Point? Well, we've been anticipating this for a while. If you're familiar with Cedar Point, you know the uh, area that was basically from Gatekeeper back where the old aquarium used to be. That was kind of just sitting there and not doing much. Well, that's done. They are now creating the boardwalk. All right. So basically, it's right along Lake Erie Shore. The first thing they're doing is they're adding a, um, basically, they're improving the Lakeside Midway. And what they're doing is they're going to be adding a lot of, you know, a lot of food options. Uh, they have the Grand Pavilion, which basically is going to be, it's the anchor of this section here. And it's basically going to kind of take you back in time. It's going to kind of, they want to kind of make this look like how it was in 1888 when the uh, park first opened. So this pavilion here is going to have a lot of food options, higher end food options. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that you're not going to be able to find anywhere else in the park. And what I like is they have a Lakeview bar. So basically this kind of reminds me of the draft bar over at uh, Busch Gardens Tampa, where you're going to be able to sit on the deck and you're going to look out into the lake. It's going to be a great relaxing area there, but they also have a lot of new rides. And what's really holding this, uh, section together is the wild mouse roller coaster and it is a wild mouse but it is a spin on the wild mouse so uh, the cars are going to be spinning 360 degrees uh it's a 13 1300 feet of track bright orange track so you're going to have all that it's going to spin dip hairpin turns it's a wild mouse it's only going to be 52 feet tall if you're familiar with cedar point they really don't have a lot of family or kids oriented rides uh, especially on the coastal front you know they got the stuff over um, in that far area with the uh, woodstock expresses and stuff like that but this is something that definitely more family oriented and it's going to be a great addition to this park here and also they're filling out the area there with two basically they're going to be taking rides from other sections like the matterhorn and the scrambler and they're going to be moving them here uh renaming the scrambler to the atomic scrambler uh, scrambler the tiki twirl is going to get a brand new name it's going to be called calypso so basically the area there is going to have uh the wild mouse the giant wheel which are not moving the dodgem the gatekeeper is going to be there and the wind seeker so that's all going to be surrounded by the grand pavilion and you know they're going to make this beautiful so that section was really one after I did Gatekeeper, I really didn't really hang out in that area because I'm not really into the wind seekers and stuff. This is going to give me a reason to go back there. There's a new credit over at Cedar uh, Cedar Point, which is always a good thing. And I'm excited for it. I think this is going to be a great addition there. Knoxbury Farm, another favorite. The big thing that they're doing is if you're familiar with Montezuma's Revenge, they are now retheming that to Montezuma the Forbidden Fortress. And what they're doing is pretty much they're, it's still going to be a shuttle, a uh, sports golf shuttle, but they're retheming it. They're going to be adding a uh, tunnel. The trains look fantastic. They actually posted them today. I actually saw them. They look great. It's great when they take a classic ride 
Kind of like what Hershey Park did with Super Duper Looper. They didn't get rid of it. They actually revamped it. And that's what they're doing here. So when you go on this uh, Montezuma Forbidden Fortress, I'm pretty sure it's going to be almost like a new credit on there. But that's not all they're doing. They're actually opening up a new Fiesta Village. Pretty much it's going to have different themes, different decor. It's going to make you feel like you're walking through a Mexican village. Uh, There's going to be a stage there. There's going to be a lot of different food there. Um, A lot of dining locations, Casa California, Mexican items, Papa's Mexicana. going to be so many different aspects here. So that whole area there is going to get a brand new feel, a brand new kind of... When you leave the boardwalk and you head into Fiesta Village, you're going to feel that transition. It, you're going to feel... It's it's all themed towards Mexico. Uh, Mexican street carvings, uh, taco stands, uh, the whole nine yards there. And like I said, you know, they're also going to be doing some stuff with the hotel, uh, which, you know, not a big deal for me, but, you know, for a lot of people, that is a big deal. Last but not least on the big additions, Worlds of Fun drew the big straw. Usually, there's three or four different parks, Dorney Park, uh, Valley Fair, Michigan's Adventure, and Worlds of Fun that basically don't really get much. And every once in a while, Cedar Fair actually throws them a bone. And it is the 50th year anniversary of Worlds of Fun. So because it's the 50th year anniversary, they're actually giving them probably the best coaster out of the entire chain. It's a Zambezi Zinger. So I guess originally... There was a Zambezi ride that was there for uh, many, 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 many moons. The Zinger, they used to call it. This is a take on it, but it's actually GCI's first all-Titan track coaster. It is a wooden coaster, but it's a Titan track. So if you're familiar with the Titan track, uh, Predator has it fantastic. I know they also had that fun spot over on their coaster uh, for a little bit there, but they're really it was different spots. It was more like retracking, but nobody actually ever really got the full Titan track until now. So Zambezi uh, Zinger is going to... Uh, the neat thing about it is that actually, just like the Zinger, it actually has a spiral lift. And it's a wooden coaster, so I've never seen a spiral lift on a wooden coaster. And it's actually not going to be chain lift. It's going to be pinwheeled. So uh, you're going to go up there, you're going to go up, up, and up. Now, looking at this, I looked at the POV. I looked at a couple things about it. And what it really reminds me a lot of is Invader over at um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. And what I mean by that is Invader is a decent coaster, but it's definitely more family-oriented. It's not as airtime-based and stuff like that. And from the POV here, this that's what this is looking like. It's looking like it's going to be a lot of bank turns, quick transitions and stuff, but not much airtime uh, compared to most. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. Dorney Park hasn't gotten anything for years. We don't even talk about Michigan's Adventure, and Valley Fair hardly ever gets anything thing, at least for the 50th year anniversary of Worlds of Fun, Cedar Fair is actually giving them something actually to write home again. Uh, And they also are talking about a lot of different things celebrating the 50 years. There's going to be live shows, 50 nights of fire, different celebrations and stuff. Now, there is a couple other, you know, smaller things here. Really, Dorney Park, Michigan's Adventure, and Valley Fair, besides, you know, probably repainting things and Carnival, they're not getting anything, really. Now, King's Dominion, there's been rumors that uh, they're going to be um, basically continuing the retheming of the Jungle Expedition section that they started last year. Not a big thing. They're not going to be replacing Volcano yet, but at least they're going to be freshening that area up there. And for King's Island, what I've been hearing is they did a lot of retracking on the Beast this year. I think they're going to be doing part two next year. So pretty much looking at, we're just going to go with the six, you know, uh, Canada's Wonderland, California Adventure, uh, Carowinds, Cedar Point, Knott's Berry, and Worlds of Fun. If I had to rank them, 
I'm looking at sixth place probably being California's Adventure. Uh, not much is really going on there. The fact that they're actually doing something with California's Adventure is a huge deal because, let's be honest, it's gone in 11 years at the most. Uh, so that would be six, though. Uh, if I had to go with number five, number five would probably be Knott's Berry's Farm just because of the fact that, you know, they are retheming Montezuma's and they're giving them a new section. The other ones have a little bit more. Uh, after that would probably be Canada's Wonderland because they are getting a coaster, but they're definitely getting a kid-focused coaster with the uh, Snoopy's Railway. Next one after that would have to be Carowinds. They're getting a new section, kind of like how... Uh, uh, King's Dominion got their new section there. There's really no marquee ride there. It's all rehashed flat rides right now. That's not saying that they're not going to do something there, but my feeling on that is, you know, it's not giving that much. You know, it is third still. It's just a lot of flats. Number two would actually have to be Worlds of Fun. Now, Worlds of Fun is the only one really getting a decent roller coaster. I really think what Cedar Point's doing with the boardwalk is the beginning of a nice trend. I mean, they're really taking a section of the park that's pretty much been dead. Uh, the only other part that I think is kind of like that is the section over by the back area uh, where the animals are and uh, you know all the uh, craft people are. That's something that needs to be refreshed, in my opinion, here. But really, this boardwalk is going to be something exciting. It's going to be giving Cedar Point something it really doesn't have. Uh, before there really was wasn't a marquee restaurant, if you can think about it, that wasn't in Breakers. So in the park, there really wasn't a place to go get a drink or there wasn't really a good meeting section. Well, now with the Grand Pavilion, you're going to have that. So so those are my thoughts on the um, Cedar Fair um, editions for 2023. Basically, we have a couple more uh, episodes in this season. We have uh, Cruising to the Finish, which is going to be next week's, uh, basically talking about Coco Cruiser. And then there's a few other coasters that we rode in the recent past, you know, before 2017 that we're going to talk about because they might be defunct now, but I know I wrote them. I know Devin wrote them and they deserve to be on there. And then we're going to do a style uh, episode. We haven't done one of those in a while. You know, we've already done RMC. We've done looping. We've done launched. Well, you're going to love this one. It's called Boomer. It's about the boomerangs. We have ridden 13 boomerangs and I can honestly say not all boomerangs are the same. Even though they are the same, between theming, between locations, uh, between uh, some of these modern ones like Jolly Rancher Remix, where you got, you know, tunnels and stuff like that, we're going to be ranking each of the boomerangs. So I know that's going to be nail-biting. I know you're going to be excited because even the winner is still a loser. But on all, that's what we're going to do. Let's get social. The uh, 125 Roller Coaster Challenge YouTube channel is over 190,000 views. Uh, we're over 500 uh, subscribers now. So thank you guys so much for the support. We're going to keep on dumping one or two videos every day. Yes, they're not polished videos like you get with Coaster Studios or Airtime Thrills or uh, any of these other guys. We are there basically doing, you know, explore the amusement parks. We're doing focusing on, uh, you know, some ride cycles of some coasters and of course we're doing a lot of shorts because that's kind of our niche if you like to get social check out our facebook page uh today like i just mentioned you can see the new trains on Mon montezuma's revenge what it's going to be called uh, montezuma's uh, forgotten kingdom we're always updating uh, coaster news and amusement park news on facebook 125 roller coaster instagram we do our polls and if you're interested in uh possibly winning some prizes because i bought a lot of prizes the uh, easy way to do that is if you vote in our polls you get yourself a entry if you follow us on twitter you get yourself an entry the twitter is 125 roller coast we don't have the er there if you 
subscribe, or comment on the YouTube channel, guess what you get? Come on, guess. You get an entry. And if you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, Podcast Addict, and Audible, you're automatically in there. You get an entry. And if you review us, take the time to review us, you get five entries. So I'm Paul, and I'm going to see you in the queue for a little bit longer in 2022.